Welcome to My Messy Lessons, the podcast. I hope this show will encourage you to know and love yourself more, inspire you to look at things differently, or maybe just say, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one. As you join me in my journey through life, please don't take it as the truth. I might disagree with myself 10 episodes from now, so use my discoveries simply to spark your own, to learn, think, and grow in whatever direction that takes you. A very important lesson that saved my ass a few times, and one that I will always be in the process of learning is to not have conversations, make decisions, or make commitments when I'm really emotional. We make decisions for all kinds of reasons and in all different kinds of states that we get in. When I'm feeling angry, frustrated, confused, sad, super excited, over the moon, or hungry or tired, it's a huge warning sign to me to not make any big decisions, or have important conversations. I always regret texts I make when I'm emotional, and any conversation I try to have when I feel that way is centered on me and my feelings instead of a solution. What I try to do in these situations is I will say to myself, okay, this is what I'd like to do or say. If I still feel this way tomorrow or next week or in two weeks, then I will do or say it. When I write out that decision or conversation in my head over the course of different emotions and situations and still feel the same way, I know it's probably something I need to bring up or a decision I need to make. Oddly enough, I found it hard to think of a really standout moment when this happened in my life. I think it's because this happens in small moments all the time. Like just yesterday, When I was driving, I got a ticket. When I got home, I was mad and I felt bad, a little bit ashamed, and Neil hadn't done things at home I thought he should have. I wanted to get really mad at him, but I didn't say anything because I knew I was already mad and I wasn't sure if maybe I just wanted to get upset with him so I wouldn't be so upset with myself. They weren't important in the grand scheme of things, and if I hadn't been already in a bad place, I wouldn't have even noticed. And sure enough, after I felt better, I saw that the things I was going to blow up at him about weren't a big deal at all. These situations sometimes happen multiple times a day, especially with kids. When Declan's being really fussy and nothing I do makes it better, and I feel helpless and useless... I know it's best to really not say anything to anyone because when I'm already at my limit of what I can handle, what comes out of my mouth is often irrational and hurtful. I don't manage to do this all the time, not by a long shot, but when I do choose not to react from that emotional place, good things happen. I have clean and clear conversations and make choices I'm really happy with. I always tell people I'm dating that if I ever seem way more emotional than the situation calls for, to just stuff food in my face. (laughs) Chances are I'm hungry or tired and food helps both. It's amazing how often I've been really upset 
and felt like the world was crashing down around me. But after a good meal, I realized I was just hungry. Or after a good sleep, I realized I was just tired. And if something is still a big deal after food and sleep, it's probably because it's actually a big deal and I'm in a better position to deal with it anyway. It's also easy to make commitments we don't really mean when we're in a low place. Take, for example, a while ago, my friend and I were trying to get together and couldn't find a time that worked for both of us. Finally, we did. But I had to cancel because I got sick. I felt super guilty because she had planned her day around us getting together and had been trying to see me for a while. So in that moment of feeling really guilty, I said we should meet on the one evening that I had for myself. I really needed that evening to myself to do things I needed to get done, and time on my own is really precious. We met, but I resented it, and it made me feel really stressed. It was my own doing, of course. It had nothing to do with her. So now I try to notice when I'm feeling obligated or pressured to make a decision or commitment and say, you know what, let me think about it and I'll get back to you later. This gives me a chance to think it over and make a choice from a solid place and realize what I can happily offer. Just to confuse you a little bit, I would like to put in a very important side note here that I'm not saying to ignore your anger, frustration, or confusion. These are vital feelings that tell us something is going on that we really need to pay attention to. It's more a case of waiting for a little bit to verify that those strong feelings are not just momentary or due to your own issues, but actually have to do with the situation you're in. Also, sometimes those feelings can really help us say the things we need to say and often don't. Anger, for example, can take us out of people-pleasing mode, which in my experience is a good and healthy thing. Sometimes we make our best decisions when we're angry. Sometimes we make our worst decisions when we feel that way. So, as with anything comes down to discernment and you deciding for yourself what you need in the moment and what's healthy for you. It makes sense not to make decisions when you're feeling triggered, when you're really mad or really tired, right? But you might think it odd that I also say not to make decisions when you feel really over the moon excited or happy about something. One of the times I got engaged was this kind of decision making. I knew my boyfriend at the time was going to propose to me. I could just feel it. And I wanted to marry him. I loved him. But we were on and off quite a bit, and my gut just never felt good about it. I called my mom and talked to her, and she said, If you don't feel 110% about it, don't get married. So I relaxed, thinking, yeah, she's right. I don't feel 110% about it. So if I'm not crazy and he does propose like I think he will, I'm going to say no or that I don't feel right about it right now and we'll see how it goes. Well, my feelings of premonition were right for once. (laughs) When that moment came and he got down on one knee and proposed to me, I was overwhelmed with a happy, excited feeling and I was caught up in the moment. Who wouldn't be? 
and felt that at that moment, I was 110% sure. Of course, that only lasted as long as my emotions did. As an aside, by the way, kudos to anyone who can be in touch with themselves enough to see through the emotions of that moment, and if they aren't really sure, to say no. That clearly has not been a strength of mine. Another example of making a decision when I was really excited and happy was I went to a course and they were talking about investing in the real estate market and I was like really excited about it and so I bought like a thousand dollar program and it turned out that it really wasn't applicable in Canada. (laughs) So that was a thousand dollar lesson that I learned that day. It's definitely good to be aware of when you're in that super heightened, excited state as well and to just tread carefully. Anyway, what do you think are your downfalls on this topic? Do you make commitments out of guilt or people-pleasing? Do you start conversations from a bad place? Are you aware of when you're tired or hungry? We can never do great at all these things all the time. There's no way. But next time you need to have an important conversation, do all you can to make sure that you're both in as good of a place as you can be and things will go much smoother. You might even come to a solution. When you're feeling emotional, let that be a warning sign to you to be careful what you decide and what you say. Go I don't know, punch a pillow, yell in your car, go for a run, or whatever you need to do to let off some emotion, and then revisit your choice from your new starting place. So I guess let's just try to be aware of ourselves this week, and you and I will both bumble through our messy relationships, making poor choices and great choices, and hopefully by learning along the way, make more and more of the great ones. This is Phoebe. Thank you for listening to My Messy Lessons. If you'd like to continue this discussion, visit my Facebook group called My Messy Lessons, The Community, and ask to be accepted into it. I would love to hear about your experiences or questions on these subjects. If you like this podcast and want to get each episode as it comes out, remember to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or would like to access the show notes, please visit my website at www.mymessy.com. The intro and closing music is Never Back Down by Floor Broad. See you next week. And remember, we're all messy. That's what makes us beautiful. Beautiful.